0: Hello, my name is Laura Urie, and this is the Right Women Podcast. So, as usual, plenty going on. Uh, Not short of stories here. So, some of the things that I want to talk about are, of course, the impeachment and the Democratic debate that took place uh, last night in Iowa. Okay, so where to begin? So much going on. All right, so I think I'm going to start with the impeachment, even though that's my least favorite thing to talk about. if you recall... When all of this was going on, uh, Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi made it very clear that it was a very solemn day. Uh, that you know the mood was very somber. That everyone had to be sad and somber and solemn and all those things. And today we see her uh, with a smile on her face, uh, handing out pens to everyone, sort of commemorating the event, like you would do if you were at a joyous uh momentous historical day um that was going to bring positive change but clearly that whole thing about being solemn and sad and all those things um clearly she didn't mean any of it but did anyone think she did i hope not so a very happy day for nancy pelosi as she uh signs the impeachment articles sends the man and sends the managers over to the senate and and now it's there and that's going to be a whole thing and so we're going to have basically a president facing impeachment at the very same time that he's delivering his state of the union address so that should be awkward maybe maybe not um it might be entertaining though okay so now that we've covered impeachment, that's about as much as I want to say about it. Um, I do want to focus on the debate. <sighs> so where do I start? I suppose I could start with Joe Biden since he's pretty much in the lead, but he he's also I feel bad for him. Honestly, when it comes down to it, I do feel bad for him because he's he's old not that being old is a bad thing but he's he's old and tired and i can see when he talks when he tries to debate that the thoughts just don't formulate in his head that the points he's trying to make end up somewhere else and it just ends up with everyone confused and so as the night progresses his speech begins to slur and he starts getting more distracted and so he he starts off on a good foot but by the end of the debate, it, it's pretty hard to watch him and I, I do feel bad for him and I think that he needs to just retire and I think it's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I will say that he did make some better points, but what he's trying to do is he's not trying to commit to anything. He's He can't say one thing because he can't he can't side with the more moderate, side of things he can't go too far to the left really all of these democrats are in a position where they've gone so far to the left that there's just not going to be any coming back from that and while it may be great for the primaries for them right now it's just not going to work out when election day comes i mean they've just gone much 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 too far uh to the left and it's it's not going to work out it's just not going to work Mark my words, um, even you know CNN is pretty much um, talking about the fact that there isn't anybody on that stage that's going to beat uh, Donald Trump, and I'm going to say I have to agree with that. If these are the choices, there really are no choices, and for that I'm I'm happy, but I also wish we had better better politicians that it wasn't so sad, that it wasn't so terrible, and that it wasn't so far to the left because it's really just ridiculous. Um, So that's pretty much Joe Biden's Sleepy Joe. Um, Then we've got my least favorite, Elizabeth Warren. I swear to every time that she starts talking about her brothers or her family or getting into some lengthy story, I just completely zone out. She, She tries to make herself seem like she's... non-privileged non non, you know white I i don't even know she she tries very hard and it's just she's failing and i think this is it i think she's done i think luckily we're seeing the end of the elizabeth warren campaign throughout her campaign and even before that her everything she says is just a lie, and it's sad and disgusting, and I'm tired of it, and I'm sure everybody else is tired of it, and that's why we've got now "Never Warren" as a hashtag, and god, she just lies, there's just, can we believe anything that this lady says? I mean, she wanted us to believe that she was a Native American, when that whole debacle took place, I... (laughs) <laughs> I said, oh my goodness, <laughs> I will never believe anything that comes out of that woman's mouth. I can't even, I can't believe anyone voted for her to be a senator. Um, it's sad. I mean, she tried so hard to make everyone believe that she was a Native American, that her parents had to elope because her mom was Native American. And then when she was caught, what did she say? I'm sorry. Really? I don't know that that's fair. When President Trump exaggerates anything, and he does, he does do it, I mean, that's just, that lives on forever. But Elizabeth Warren claiming to be a Native American? Eh, we forgot about it already. She has said, though, and and the lies just continue, and she's said things about um, being fired for being visibly pregnant a lie because she had been given a contract and she had already resigned before that she's said that her children went to public school even though they had really attended uh, private school primarily she's omitted the fact that she was involved in law in the dow chemical lawsuits in which she helped the companies limit their liability for you know to compensate breast cancer victims she's been involved in a lot of very corporate uh lawsuits on which she was on the side that she would never ever admit to being on and so i don't know if she's just a serial I don't know if she's a serial liar, a pathological liar. I don't know if she is a sociopath. At this point, I'm really starting to believe that she just might be a sociopath because the lies are just so blatant. They're just so horrible. She's lied about so many things, and the lies just continue. And at, last night at the, de- at the debate when she, obviously her people leaked or made it seem like they were leaking something Uh, very confidential and very truthful about Bernie Sanders saying that a woman could never be president. That was a lie. I mean, anybody, anyone with half a neuron knows that that was a lie. We can say a lot of things about Bernie Sanders. We can say that he's useless because he pretty much is. We can say that he's a communist because he certainly is. We can say that he's most of the things that come out of his mouth are just insane. But to accuse him of being sexist, that's not believable. And the way that CNN approached it, that was even worse because they basically took Elizabeth Warren's side. They basically, as soon as he said, I didn't, I didn't, I never said this, they turned around and asked Elizabeth Warren what her response was. They, the bias that they showed last night at the debate, the fact that they are very much endorsing elizabeth warren is just sick so again another subject that i could ramble on and we can talk about but i'm gonna choose not to go in that direction too much we know cnn is horrible cnn is usually garbage and if they're supporting elizabeth warren that's an even bigger deeper problem and right now she's pretty much done so then we get to Bernie, who again, I'm gonna just go right and write out and say he's pretty much useless. His ideas are based on a fictional reality. <laughs> they're they only they only make sense in his mind and And I think Klobuchar uh was able to sort of bring bring the conversation back to reality. I mean, even she who the majority of her political views I don't agree with was calling him out on the fact that most of the things that he was saying, they're just not going to happen. They'd never happen. Not a chance. So, uh, again, Bernie being Bernie, uh, and then Mayor Pete really didn't play an important role here. Uh, for the most part, he just rambled on about the same things he usually does one of the things that really upset me though that he said was when he went into his um he told a story about being deployed and his friend having to say goodbye to his one and a half year old son who was toddling and didn't know why he couldn't you know be in his father's arms and all of this nonsense first off an 18 month old isn't really aware of a lot of the things that are going on and most 18 month olds they do have to say goodbye to their parents every day when they go to work it's just a fact of life but i'm not even gonna yes it is sad it is sad when one of your parents has to be deployed however it was a choice the father of that child he made that choice he voluntarily joined the army and he received compensation and benefits for it the same way that a doctor that has to work three days straight at an ER made that choice. So we're not going to feel sorry for people who made a choice and now they have to do their job. That simple. We're not saying that we went in and said, all of you dads, you're all going to get deployed. Even though you didn't want anything to do with the army, we're just going to draft you that's not what's happening here so for him to suggest or for him to use that as a tool to get some sort of reaction it was just uncalled for and I could I could barely stand it and so that was one of the stories of the night that was appalling and then um well the other story that I didn't appreciate much was from uh, Joe Biden, who talked about the fact that, oh, woe is him. He, he lost his wife and his child in a car accident, which is very horrible and very tragic. And that's just, should never happen to anybody. However, what he did was to use it to say that he was a single parent and, In 1973, he only made $42,000 and he couldn't afford childcare. So he understands, he understands the difficulties that us normal folk have to deal with. And my, my response to that was at 42,000 in 1973, you were making five times the average male worker was making That's about $260,000 today when you take into account inflation. If you couldn't make things work with $260,000, then you've got a bigger problem. So again, one of those other stories, just trying to get the emotional response from people and trying to make themselves seem like they are just like you and me. And so that was one of them and then there was another uh story from klobuchar that she talked about one of the plants closing and the uniforms hanging there and she went ahead and said you know salvador and mark and what other names she said uh those were you know this man's friend and now he's alone at the factory and the conclusion all trump's fault but everything is trump's fault um All the talk about war. ISIS only hates us and Iran only hates us because of Trump. They've never hated us before. This has never been a problem before. No, 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 no. All Trump's fault. Everything is Trump's fault. So that is usually the theme of any debate. Um, But I was just, I was pretty shocked with the sexism accusation towards Bernie Saunders um I was also shocked at the fact that uh, Senator Warren did not shake his hand at the end he clearly went to shake her hand and she it it is obvious that she pulled her hand away purposefully it wasn't an accident it was very much done intentionally so who knows who knows what's going on there so mayor pete didn't again contribute much neither did tom steyer same old same old um just kind of there because he paid to be there not really serving much of a purpose whatsoever definitely if i were bernie sanders i'd be seriously considering running on a different political party ticket um i don't think the dnc is really being fair to him and i've got to say i i cannot i cannot say it enough i do not believe in any of the things he says in fact he would be the worst president ever and if he had it his way he would ruin our country completely however i do think that he's being treated unfairly by the dnc I do think that he's being treated unfairly in a lot of ways. And I also think that the DNC is using him to get more uh, votes and from activists and progressives. And I think that they're using him and I, I don't think that that's quite fair. So I do think that if I were him, I would definitely consider running um, outside of the Democratic Party. I mean, he's not really a Democrat. He should just run for the Socialist Party. At the end of the day, none of this matters because President Trump is going to win 2020. So it will only matter in 2024 when I can only hope that Ron DeSantis runs for president. Although, I don't want to lose him as governor. So we might have to have, we might have to consider a Rick Scott uh, candidacy at that point. We'll talk about that in 2024. For now, definitely President Trump 2020. And tomorrow, you may want to pay attention because you might be able to snag one of Nancy Pelosi's souvenir impeachment pens. If you don't already, please subscribe to our podcast. And if you are not following us on Twitter or on Instagram, please do so at right underscore women underscore org. Thank you.